finish off, I'm gonna slap you both in the face. Yes, let's do it. Okay. That was my art. Do you remember what the name of my podcast is? That's passing through a vegan. Passing through a vegan door podcast. Oh, <laughs> that was close. That was close. The best thing to do is just get someone to cut down a little bit. What the fuck are we doing to this planet? I'm hungry, actually. Uh, what a burger? Broccoli. <laughs> broccoli. Does anyone have any final thoughts? What are you doing? Like, you will die. I think that's inspiring. I think it'll be part of it. Who wants to start? No, Bradley, you're the one who've, requ- who's, you know, you've requested Bradley. this. So... I'm- I didn't request... Oh. <laughs> just to be, just to clarify, I have talked to Harry about doing a podcast again because since our last podcast, I have had many, 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 many thoughts about veganism as a whole in general. And I've had uh, not experiences, but I got a job which made me also think about it pretty much on a daily basis. What was your job? My job was I worked in a uh, large supermarket brand in the warehouse, uh, which involved basically mainly working with food. It wasn't just food, but mainly working with food and um, sort of like providing the stock for the for the people on the floor, on the shop floor. So I included cold food and ambient, which is like not cold food, and freezer food. But that meant that every day I was handling, you know, packages, packages of meat. Pretty much every day. Not packaged. Like I would hold a basket which would hold meat in it, and I would see it. I would see these packages of meat every single day: mm. steaks, chicken breasts, everything you can imagine. And uh, because of Harry's curse, I would. Uh, I often start to think about, wow, okay, this is one supermarket in my little town. Like, how big is the scale? Um, also, as well, like I would see the waste at the end of the day. And uh, see the meat that would go to waste as well, which made me think about it all as well. Like, what's the point, you know? Um, so, yeah, I did want to talk to Harry again. I actually wanted to do a bit more research before coming back, but uh, life is crazy. And it's very difficult to do some research. So, I expect Harry to know his facts perfectly <laughs> about veganism, and then uh, this will be very easy. No, my my question is that I assume you've worked. Have you worked with food? Have you worked with food before? Have you worked in an environment that serves meat? Human food, no. Or, or you've gone to restaurants and you've eaten next to people and you've eaten yourself. So, what's changed between when did we do it? February, March, February. What's changed in the last three four months? I guess a couple things. So. Uh, the key catalyst is uh, I've I've met people such as yourself that have made me think about this a lot more. Think about sort of what I'm consuming rather than just doing what everyone else does and just eat what you're given. Um, so that's sort of the main main catalyst. But then the job itself, I think, seeing like you, maybe you, maybe you buy things from a grocery store and it's like a small amount, you know, maybe. You, I could buy one chicken breast and you make a whole meal for your family with that. It's a lot smaller scale, so you don't, again, maybe the, the impact isn't there. Mm. But working in a supermarket where every single day I was seeing you know, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of food, a lot, a lot, a lot of meat, and um, 
that I think also had a little bit. I was starting to think about the animals, and I'd never made that association before, where I looked at a piece of chicken breast and gone and thought about the actual animal itself and what maybe it went through before that happened. And then then I start thinking about all of the you know, existential crisis stuff of like what we're doing with these animals and and the big big picture. But that's the the big thing that changed was was talking to you and talking to other people. Um, and um, sort of thinking about you know what what choices am I making? I think also one big thing that made me really think about stuff was your Earth Day little speech. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched that, uh, and I think the main reason I watched it because I saw a few people repost it, and it was very like, oh, this is really well spoken. So I'm like, yeah, I will watch it because I care about the Earth. <laughs> and um, I watched it, and I have to say, it was really good. I think I even sent it to Denise and said, "This is really good." I think she said. I think she said so. Yeah, I, I watched it, and I was like, "You know what? You can't fault it." And it, the way you put it in perspective it, it is really good, because, I mean, when I've spoken to vegans before, um, including ones that have been very close to me, I've always said, "Look, veganism is an, not veganism is an issue, but the animal agriculture is an issue." But I, I've always I said it in the last podcast. I always prioritize lots of different issues above that. But when you spoke about it in that Earth Day, you really made a good point about how it is like the big issue. Not not that it's almost like it's it's it is the big issue because it has such an impact on the big issues, which are like climate change and stuff like that, which in my mind are the big big. But your point was that actually it's like the cause, or not the cause, but one of the huge causes for it. And I thought about that, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Like that makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, so since then, since I actually think it was since I went home that I actually started to really try and make changes. Like here I was anyway, I was, you know, like I said on the podcast, I was eating a lot less meat, but I was still, you know, on my grocery list ordering a packet of chicken a week and whatever. Since then I went home and I reduced massively. I've told my mum because I make food for mum every night. I said, look, we're going to try and eat vegetarian food as much as we can. Uh, and there were definitely vegan meals involved in that, but I don't know. Sometimes, you know, if it's got cheese in it or not. Um, and, yeah, and I kept thinking about it. And then, yeah, the job and, you know, like at the end of the day, I would get offered this food that was going to go to waste and I would refuse it. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to actually have that. I remember there was like burgers and stuff. And I was like, actually, no, I won't. Then someone else would have it. So I'm just like thinking, what's the point? <laughs> but, you know, it's like, at least I'm not doing it. Um, and then I came back here and, and before I came back here I was like yeah I'm going to be living with people that are in this particular house particularly vegan basically all of you eat vegan every day there's not really much vegetarian even so I was like okay well I'm going to adapt to that and I'm going to start cooking vegan meals and that's what I started trying to do and I made my first vegan meal the other week and I went okay that's nice. um, so I've been trying to make changes I think for me it's still a slow process I think vegetarian is like my goal and then from there I can try and make the slow changes I think going from meat um, to no meat is the big change for me and then I can make the small changes of like mm. vegan cheese instead of real cheese or whatever um, but you guys have helped because you've given like you've given me food that is like tastes like chicken and I'm like, okay, well, why should I eat chicken if I've got something that tastes like chicken? Mm. Like, what's, why else would you eat chicken other than the taste or steak or whatever? Um, so, yeah, I guess it's like an eye-opener these last few months in terms of that side of my life, which I'd never even analysed before coming here. Mm. 
what I eat. I just never even thought about how that would be impacting my goals and my aim to help with the planet. And obviously I had the podcast last time. Everything that I said there, I still, you know, I don't stand by it, but I'm like, you know, it made sense to me at the time. But I am, even in that podcast, I think I said I'm going to try, you know, and everything, and I am trying. So three months later, for those who care, who probably yeah, isn't your, many. Your fan base is going to be like, you know, waiting. I've, like, tried. Where's Vika? Like, he's, he's, he's rubbish, isn't he? He's just not done it. He, you know, to be fair to Vika, I know he's going to be listening to this because he <laughs> listens to every single episode. He um, he cut down massively while he was living here, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've said this a million times, but I didn't go vegan overnight. It took me a few years. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that helped me is that I said, okay, I'm only going to eat meat on weekends. So that I knew that, because I still really liked meat, so I knew that I was going to eat meat on the weekend. So then it gave me greater willpower on a Wednesday to say no. Do you know what I mean? And every time you say no, it it reinforces your 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 morals yeah, yeah. and you still get rewarded on the weekend and then you get to a point where you don't need to you don't need that reward because you're re- rewarding yourself every day by saying no. And the thing with the Earth Day video is like it was just a point to say, you know, say we're in this van now and it started chucking it down with rain and there's lots there's you know there's four holes and then there's one big hole and water is rushing through if you seal up all them four holes there's still we're still going to get flooded do you know what i mean you you've got to you, you've got to look face the facts and think right okay i should probably block up that big hole first because it's the biggest contributed to us drowning in this van do you know what i mean um but yeah cool well i'm going to call this episode a slap in the face yeah. because we've talked about this a few times is that sometimes you get there's always a point where you get a slap in the face and you realize you know why haven't i thought of this the whole time and i said this the other day that when i got a slap in the face and i realized and i you know what's going on in the world and you know veganism became such a big part of my life i felt a responsibility a duty to tell as many people as i can to to help them and to help the world Julia, you've when you first came, you were like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I try to be vegan, but I'm not. And then over the weeks, you started saying no to things. We bought some biscuits, and there was milk powder in it. And then you said you weren't gonna have them, even though you just bought them. I feel like that was a big moment for you. Do you not think? I think it was. Yes. There we go. You say some things now. Okay, I will try. Yes. Try. For me. The thing is, like, I've been vegetarian now for a year, more mm. or less, I would say. I had started reducing my meat consumption much earlier. Like, I think two years ago, I started, like, I stopped eating meat that I didn't know where it came from. For me, like, for you, it started with, I'm going to only eat meat on weekends. For me, it was like, I will only meet, eat meat that I know where it comes from. Like, I don't know, from next where I live and stuff. And then at some point I was no, I was like, no, this doesn't make any sense if I still eat meat. Like, I I don't feel the need to, so I just stopped. And then I started, I came here and I started reducing everything else. I stopped eating, like, I stopped drinking milk. I started eating soy yogurt and stuff. You know, I 
cut down on dairy. I basically stopped eating eggs. And then when I went back home, I was eating a bit more like eggs and stuff, like eggs and cheese especially. And I was still... Milk, I didn't... Like I stopped after coming here. And then I think that from there, I kind of worked my way into it, you know? Like from an ingredient point of view. Mm. Like if I would cook, I would choose vegan things. But, for example, you were saying biscuits and stuff. I would not look at it. I would just, you know, if there were eggs, I would not look at it. And then when I came here, I was like, well, it that doesn't make any sense. If I buy ingredients that don't contain animal products, but then I go and then I eat, you know, like biscuits that mm. or chocolate that contains milk. That doesn't make any sense. And... What's the difference if I can just, you know, have a look and choose something else? Mm. And we bought those biscuits and it was, I knew they were not, it was not like tossing them in the bin because there are other people in the house that would eat them. I just mm. gave them to someone else. It's like when we went on the release and the lady gave us chocolate and it was only milk chocolate. I did not throw it away. I gave it to the house and other people ate it. I think from that moment I was like, okay, now I'm just going to keep an eye on it. And I think when I came here, the first day I was here, I still ate some chocolate. or some No, one of the Denise's biscuits that she always eats that have milk in it. Mm. And I think that was the last thing I ate. Now I've decided that I want to be vegan. But, yeah. Okay, let Let's do a scenario. You've done like a f you do a few more months here where you're just vegan all the time, and then you get home and you know you're back with your family and your mum says, "Right, we're eating this tonight," and I don't care like what you say. It's got it's got milk in it and eggs and eat it. What are you gonna say? I would cook something on the side for myself. No, no, no. I've spent I've spent well, there, all no. afternoon <laughs> making this for you. You're going to go off and make something else? Yes. That would not affect her. I think my mom would understand. I, I'm very... Actually, it scares me a lot going home and having to, like, let's say break the news to my family. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? Like, going home and going, like, okay, I'm vegan. Because in my family, we've always been big, like big meat eaters mm. and animal products eaters like cheese my dad eats tons of cheese and it's always been a thing in my house there's always cheese there's milk there's everything we have chicken in the garden mm. my mom has chicken so we have eggs and i think that's going to be the diff the difficult thing like telling them i don't want to eat like for them it's not a problem accepting that i don't want to eat the eggs from the supermarket but if i tell them i don't want to eat the eggs of your chicken. Mm. I can imagine that will be controversial at first for them, you know? Mm. But in the end, I'm pretty sure that they're going to accept it. I just need to stand up my ground, you know, stand up for myself. And that's good. Yeah, I just need to work on it a little bit. And now it's a bit scary because I thought I had time until August and then I realized I'm going home in in the meantime so i will have to face it first let's say mm. but i i think i can work myself through it you got this i, I can you got this. You got this. 
I can try. But it's like otherwise you're gonna get phone calls from me having breakdowns. Like, <laughs> give me arguments, guys, because I need help here. What you gonna call us? Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if I if I'm if I'm having a crisis, I I'll will get, call I'll you. I'll get them on the podcast. <laughs> no, but it's like I said before about if you start only eating meat on the weekends and you're developing that kind of willpower to say no to yourself, and the more you do it, the more it's easier to justify your own decisions and then you can say no to other people. Do you know what I mean? And and not feel bad about it because it's it's your decision and you're confident in your decisions and your, you know, own moral compass that it becomes easier to and and if you say confidently to someone, you know, this is how I feel, then they're m- more likely to accept it. But if you go Oh, but I kind of, and they'll think, no, I know better. I've known you all your life. This, this is what's good for you. But if you s- s- turn around and say, no, you know, I'm happy with my decision. You know, the more likely yeah. to accept it and be happy for you that you've come to this decision and you're happy with the way that you're, you're living your life. And the the idea of when you first start to not eat certain things, because veganism is is got a, it's kind of a misconception that you you have to eat less things or you cut you have to say no and you have to you know sacrifice a lot but once you start to get into it you realize it's not that you're just choosing to say no to things that you don't want to you know yeah you just want to have different things that don't cause harm to things do you know what i mean and i eat more now than i've ever eaten before and um like if you think there's only like three or four, five different animals that we kill and eat, when there's like a hundred million different vegetables, do you know what I mean? There's there's more to offer than than just the few animals that we we eat and kill. But the point is is like I said this the other day. If you think um, every time you go into a restaurant and choose a vegan re- thing, or every time you say no to someone who's offering you something that isn't vegan. It's just a conversation starter, isn't it? You know, they think, wow, the fact that they've turned around and say, no, you know, why Why did they think that? Why did they care so much about it? And it makes them think, maybe I should care about it, you know. It's like a waterfall effect. Yeah, yeah, it's like a ripple effect, a ripple effect, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about your family? Um, well, it's actually interesting. So, like, my, I think I said this last time on the podcast, my mum and my sister when I was younger... So it was just me and mum and my sister in the house. Um, they decided to go vegetarian. I think it started off as my sister did it for Lent. And okay. it was like, I don't know. I don't know how old I was, maybe 14, 13. Mm. She decided for Lent she would stop eating meat. Mm. And my mum did it with her. And then, oh, gee, I did it with her, I don't know. But then when the Lent was over, my sister said, actually, I'm going to stick with this. So they sticked with it. But... I was quite stubborn, and I was going to talk about this in a minute, but I was so stubborn, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep eating meat, whatever. Um, So I think I was a bit younger, so my mum was still cooking, so she would have to cook, like, two different types of meals or whatever. Mm. And then my sister moved out, and I continued eating meat, and then my mum sort of started to become less and less strict about it, about herself, and then... And then my sister also, I think now, is also less strict on herself. Well, she stayed vegetarian for a long time. But it's harder because they, them two, my mum and my sister, are very, well, they're really, not spiritual, but they're very, you know, connected and they, they're aware and, and they like to try and improve the world and whatever. And they're okay. intelligent people. 
Um, but in my neighbourhood and in like the wider sort of sort of community, it's not the normal thing to not eat meat. It is, mm. it is you eat meat, you know, if you go to... I remember like my sister, if we were going to like a family gathering, it was always like a big deal mm. because it was like, oh, we're going to have to get rid of it, vegetarian option or, oh, you know... And then I'd have to point it out, like, this is the vegetarian thing. You know, it was always quite a big deal. Um, that's a long time ago now. But it's like, I was going to say, if not, sorry, yeah, my family now, if I go home and I, I say I'm vegetarian, because I'm not vegan yet, but let's say I was vegetarian, yeah, my mum's all for it. Like, she'll also, do it. if I cook meals for my mum every night, she doesn't care. Like, mm-hmm. it could be fucking nothing, but she, you know, she doesn't care. But she's yeah, she's good, and my sister also I think is capable of um, being vegetarian. Also, I think vegan is such a jump. It's, it's for some people it's difficult to transition completely, but it takes time. It's scary. At yeah, first. it's difficult. Mm. Yeah. Um. But then my my interesting thing about that is I was going to say about how it's you guys, you know, being surrounded by people that are talking to me about it, making me think about these things that has made me really think about it all. Which is ironic because my mum was sister turned vegetarian when I was younger and I didn't I didn't change at all. I didn't do anything. You're older now though. So I was gonna say I feel like a lot of people don't think about these things because they're not ready to. Like mm-hmm. I just wasn't even gonna be a, there was no way fourteen, fifteen year old Brad was even gonna think about it. Mm. And now I feel like I'm at that stage in my life where I am really trying to be super, super self aware. And I care so much. I've got so passionate about this line of of career and whatever. It's like driven me to this point where I am now so open to it. I mean, like not that long ago, I was dating a, a, a vegan and I was still pretty stubborn. Mm. So it's like I'm in that stage now where I'm starting to sort of change. Did, and... did she ever try and convince you or talk to she, you? We had a couple of conversations about it. She reminded me a bit of Annie in the sense of like, was very nice and mm. didn't want to feel like she was pushing anyone. And she was very like, I don't like people that push, push, push. Mm. Um, but we we had a couple conversations about it because it wasn't just her. Like I think her mum and dad was vegetarian at least and her brother was like the same. So, you know, there was that, that vibe. But yeah, it was never pushy. It was never like, oh yeah, you should be. And I think Annie is similar because I think I remember saying Annie said her boyfriend isn't he's like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah but i don't know i think you kind of have to just be ready which is kind of weird because it's like it's such a big issue you, mm. know, you kind of need to be ready you know, people need to sort of start sorting you out um but no like in terms of my close family my mom and my sister no i would say there would be no problem if i just said look i'm vegan or vegetarian They're like they would just probably join me what about your friends? What are your friends like? <sighs> friends are difficult. Uh, to be fair, I went, when I went home in between here and last time, mm. I was here, um, I did visit my friends and I did mention to them, I was on the podcast, and I did mention that I was trying to do this stuff. And they're very intelligent people, so they're not, like, dismissive. Mm. Um, actually, yeah, now I think about if I really think about those friends, my university friends, like some of my closest friends, yeah, I think they'd be too, actually fine. I don't think any of them would change what they're doing, but I think if I said, "Look, I'm this," they would. Yeah, they would sort it out, and they would, they would, they would be fine. I don't think there'd be any. Oh, why you not? Whatever. Like they're not that type of people. Mm. I have a vegetarian friend. Well, 
of course, like here, I have mm. a lot of vegetarian friends and vegan friends. And but my friends from home, I have a vegetarian friend, and then the others all eat meat, like they they all eat everything. But they would be super fun with it. Like I was visiting a friend in Spain just before coming here. She was there to learn Spanish and. Uh, she had an apartment there, so so we could cook, and we went grocery shopping. And I we only bought vegan stuff, and I was showing her things that she could cook, and she got really excited about it, which made me really happy because it's nice mm. being able to show people that you can make amazing stuff um, that doesn't need to contain cheese and everything. Also, because like in Spain. I, I realized when I was there, you don't really have a lot of alternatives. Like, you don't find vegan cheese. It's I was lucky I found oat milk. So we were really working, you know, with what was there. And that was fun. Like, it was really interesting. But yeah, I think my friends would be completely fine with it. I, I'm more scared about my family than my friends, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I think it would be harder presenting it to my family than my friends. That doesn't bother me. Like, that I'm not worried about it at all. What it is, it's like where I'm from, as you were saying, also when where you are from, like it's not the norm, not eating meat. Mm. And also where I'm from, it's like everybody is a big meat eater. Mm. Like they are all big meat eaters, big cheese eaters also. And it's like now summer starts and you can start seeing like from the people I was in school with before, like if you go, I don't know, on Instagram or whatever, you start seeing these pictures of these huge, you know, barbecues full of, I don't know, pieces of meat, like mm. huge amounts. And that's like the norm. And that's like the cool thing that people, young people do or everybody does in summer there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's so fucked up, you know, if you think about it. But yeah, I'm I'm not really friends with these people anyway, so... Yeah. That that doesn't affect me in that sense, but um, yeah, that that is that is something. And my brother is one of these people. Like, nothing. He's not a bad person. Like, he's a he's a nice person. I I, I love my brother, but he's a bit like yeah, yeah, vegetarians and vegans and and today to prepare myself from going home, I told him like, look, don't tell my parents yet please but <laughs> yeah like let me let me do it yeah but i'm telling you already because i know you're gonna make fun of me and you know make your jokes and everything just please don't because it's already difficult as it is for me mm. i need you to be neutral at least if not helping me and he first of course made fun of me and but then he was like he actually understood i think like i talked with him for a bit and he was really nice about it. So that kind of comforts me because it's like maybe he was one of the those people that I was like not more afraid of, you know, confronting, but that I knew would be hard to. Yeah. And seeing that he actually kind of un, like understands and it's not bothered by it and like is kind of willing to help me in a way, mm. like makes me feel better. Uh, 
reason why I asked you these questions is like, think about the responses you've just given. Like, oh, you know, I think they'd be okay with it. Oh, you know, I'm worried about telling them. Like, we think of veganism as some like crazy, you know, it's so out of the norm and it's weird, isn't it? That if you ask like the human population their opinions on animal welfare, most people are good people and they would have similar opinions. You know, that's why animal welfare laws exist in the first place, because we care about animal welfare. The majority of people would care about animals and, and they don't want to hurt other animals. But they behave in a way that completely opposes those moral values that they hold. And it's like we were talking about the other day, this total disassociation behind it. And like what you were saying about people in your town and things, it's not so much that they are opposing killing and hurting and harming and torturing animals. It's just the, you know, straying away from the path. It's it's the, the more upset with change rather than seeing that what you're doing is a really good thing. You know, I, I'm saying, okay, mom and dad, I don't want to buy, I don't want to, earn money and put that money into people's hands that then kill and torture animals for money and those actions then harm the planet and it's it's you know putting future generations at risk you know that's all i want to do and if you think oh that kind of makes sense you know maybe i'll try that as well do you know what i mean yeah i mean i have a few points about that for sure um so like like we said about so it's not being the norm um, it's more like that taboo, right? It's got a taboo around it. Taboo, yes. it's, yeah. got, it's got a huge taboo around it. And I was thinking about it just as we were sitting in this van. And I thought about, it, oh, yeah, it's got a huge taboo about it. Like, And I also had that sort of initial thing and mm. thinking about veganism and stuff. And then I thought, what else has had a big taboo about it? Oh, sexism had a big taboo about it. You know, women weren't supposed to do anything. And back in whatever period of time, 1900s, that was the norm. If a woman spoke out, oh, I want to, let's say, uh, what was the, what, oh, I want to drive or I want to, um, I want to vote, I want, you know, the ability to vote. People Simply would laugh about it. Yeah, I want to. want to walk on the street alone. Yeah, mm. people would laugh about it and joke about it and take the mick out of them and all this sort of thing. And it's very similar now with veganism. I'm not, I'm not saying they're the same thing, but it is similar. Like, sexism was bad, and it is bad, it still exists, but, it, you know, way worse. And people are, took so long to recognise that. And I think that we're in a period of time now where I think veganism is starting to get recognised now. Like, if you go back a couple of years ago, um, it was this taboo of like laugh about it you know it's crazy mm. and also vegetarianism was mm. vegetarianism is that even a word i don't yeah, know yeah. um yeah. that was also the same thing but now if people say they're vegetarian no one bats an eyelid i've noticed mm. like it's really not as big <laughs> of a you're saying now? yeah no for me it's still it, was, bad. it was hard like yeah switzerland no, that's... first response was like are you serious a second question was like do you at least eat fish and then third question was, but you're not thinking about going vegan, right? So no, that's, yeah, that's and, the worst thing. Yes. And of course, like when I went vegetarian, I was already thinking about it. Like it's always been in the back of my mind and I've mm -hmm. always like worked towards it. As I was saying, I reduced a lot and I was always like, 
uh, no, but on the back of my mind, I knew, I, I kind of knew that, you know, at some point I would, I just didn't know when. Okay, we can accept vegetarian, but please don't you dare going yeah. vegan. And it's like, it's crazy. Also because like this misconception, I think comes from the fact that we are not confronted with it as we are like as kids. Like I think it was your episode that you did with Annie where she was saying how she thought, like she told that kid uh, yeah, where meat yeah, comes yeah, yeah. from, that they kill animals to get meat and everybody got pissed at her for telling the kid the truth. Mm. And that's something we do, you know, like kids, it's just like, yeah, meat comes in supermarkets and animals are cute and they live in the farm and they have their happy life mm. ever after there, you know? Yeah. And I think it comes from there as well because people don't want to confront kids from with like the brutality and like the reality of of the animal products industry, let's say, and of the breeding industry. And so it's like, as you were saying, like when you were 14 or something, you never thought about it because no one ever showed it to you, mm-hmm. you know, and now, now you're getting it, like you see it now and you're with people, you talk with people that show it to you and they, like give you a different perspective that no one ever gave you the chance to see. And so I think it also comes from that, from the fact that like we don't acknowledge it from a young age because older people try to like tried at least now it's changing i think but tried to protect us in a way that they thought was right but if you look at the bigger picture is not mm. it's like they were trying to pro- i think what a lot of people do they want to protect the kids from the brutality and you know they just want don't want to say they because deep down they probably know it's wrong i've got a few points about all this um so what i think you were saying about the education and stuff it's this is going to be quite an extreme point of view but i'm just going to say it. it's quite ironic because i'm not vegan but i'm going to say it anyway okay. because i i do believe in veganism i think it's a good thing and uh, it is a form of indoctrination right the fact that in education we are not taught properly about consumption and all forms of indoctrination are bad in the sense of they always result in biased points of view and biased perspectives and lots of problems in the world I would argue nearly all of them are caused by this form of sort of indoctrination or false education or whatever. Like, look at religion or look at racism or look at all of that. All of it comes from being told things that weren't true or given perspectives that aren't real. You know, Not all of picture. yeah, all of like like hate crimes are because like like people have this sort of let's say like Muslim people think that they're you know you maybe associate with terrorism or something like that but actually the muslim religion doesn't believe in any harm to anything so it's it's like there's a lot of wrong education and i think education is the root and i do think that will change um it's just becoming aware i also think that on that point and this is kind of like a counterpoint to why maybe veganism has not been taught is because over the generations there hasn't been much of an alternative for meat and and all of this stuff. So we've gone with what we know and what has helped us with survival as a human species. You know, we have found food. We have found a way of providing food for every single person and every person. Well, not every single person, but, you know, we try to, especially in the Western world. 
Um, and it's only in kind of recent times that it's now, like, oh, we've got an alternative and it will take time for people to sort of look at that and go, oh, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Most first ideas that people have are always thrown away. Literally, most inventions are gone, oh, no, that'll never work. And then it does, you know, like it gets rejected, 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 and then it happens. Same with the women's votes, same with racism. It all takes time. Unfortunately, we don't have that much time, which is why I think that um, veganism will happen at a rapid rate because I think that it will be the slap in the face that people will have, especially younger generations, and it'll go, wow, if you want to save this planet, guys, you need to sort this out. Um, the other thing you said and I thought about it, it was, you know, you said, oh, if you ask anyone on the street about animal welfare, they're all going to say, yeah, it's bad, whatever. And we have animal welfare laws, which I think is kind of a blanket covering. People go, oh, but there is animal welfare laws. But what that actually is, is controlled animal welfare. It's not a law that says we don't, what we do with animals now, believe it, we have laws, it means they're not being harmed. No, it's controlled harm. It's controlled murdering. It's controlled... Mm. Um, problems and, and, and like I said harm them. that's what it is so we're all generally like I said that association doesn't exist because it goes oh well there are laws and we're human beings and we like animals so surely we're not harming them and we you know we have figured out a way of solving it or whatever um, but actually it's controlled and mm. people don't make that association and once people start making that association again it's going to start to make the, the wheel turn um, but yeah we were talking about the disassociation I think one of the main reasons why people don't do anything is because they don't think about it. Like I said to you the other day, when people sit down and they eat a steak, they don't think about the cow. No. They, they, I never did. You don't sit down and look at your plate of food and think about the origins of that food. You just think, oh, this is a plate of food that's going to taste amazing. I'm going to eat this. It's going to be fill me up. I'm going to feel amazing. Like that's what you think about. And only did it only took quite a lot of steps really for me to really start to think about it to the point where I was looking at pieces of meat in food uh, pieces of meat in food pieces of meat in work and going thinking about it and thinking fuck that's you know that's awful but if I'd never had that conversations with people if I'd never had my eyes open to it all the slap in the face I would never have made that association I would have just gone oh yeah that's someone's tea tonight or whatever like mm. it, it takes a, a level of awareness and I think Unfortunately, most people aren't self-aware enough, which is why it needs to be in education. But that's going to take a lot of time because most people that are in charge of the laws for education and what's given in education are older generations. Look at the government and all that. It's the older people and they are stuck in their ways. And so it's going to take a lot of time, especially in different countries because yeah. everyone has it a little bit differently. Mm. In all of these like, topics that you mentioned, if you look at it, it's always the fear of change. Yeah, yeah. Like we are a species that it's so stuck in habits and like mm. change scares us a lot. Which is why I think it will take the younger generations to make that sort of like yeah. moment of like, well, we need to change. Mm. At the moment, people probably don't do it because they don't think they need to change. But with that, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, I want to help the world. I want to help save the planet. I specifically want to help the oceans. And then I was doing everything I could up until this point to solve that you know i'm here helping whatever and then you were like well animal agriculture is like one of the worst things for the world mm. and it took some time and i was like do you know what yeah you're right and i probably should do something about that so yeah it is that becoming aware of it and uh and trying to change for it for sure um it's difficult i was gonna say something else but i've just lost it so. do you eat fish no i never okay. eat fish 
never eat really fish, which is weird. No, I just, uh, I never, yeah, I, just I never, didn't know, and now you're talking really about fish. it. Yeah. Um, I lost myself, so I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, well, this is this is literally why I did an episode called "Veganism is a Political Movement" because once people see that is it is a political movement, people won't see it as this, you know, dietary choice of of certain privileged people. It's not. It's a it's a movement for every single person on the planet. It's, it's so much more than just food. Yeah, it's not for. This is not for the privilege it's for everyone who's going to be affected by climate change and that's that's mostly the poorer countries are going to be affected by climate change um but yeah if you think of any other political movement like um women's rights you know the first few women that stood up and said hang on a minute maybe we could be treated equally everyone's like whoa no whoa you're talking about no yeah the first um uh, person of color who stood up and think, oh, maybe we could drink from the same water fountain. Whoa, whoa, no, you have a separate water fountain over there, you know. And and over time, you know, if you just think, when I was, um, when our parents were kids, it was illegal to be gay. You know, when we were kids, uh, my sister couldn't get married to her wife in my lifetime. And now it's a completely normal thing. Um, well, there's still, you know, a lot of pushback, but, you know, Gay, yeah, gay rights has has come a long way um, in the last few decades. So veganism is just um, another one. And yeah, the animal welfare thing is so stupid because it's in in university in my second year there was an option a module um, called animal welfare, and I thought, okay, this is right up my street. This is animal welfare. You know, I care about animals. And then you look at it and you go to a field trip to a farm and you see. You know the 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 good ways that you kill a cow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, this is. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna write an essay. I'm like, you know, you should, you know, you should only kill uh, a baby calf right as it's come out of the mother. And I'm like, no. How is this wildlife conservation? This is not wildlife conservation. This is this is you know pr- preservation. This is controlled. You know. So there is no way you can kill something without harming it. Yeah, it's so stupid. It makes no sense that they just make up all of these laws and call it, like, you know, like, they they present them to you as laws to reduce harm on animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're never going to take the harm itself away. So what's even the point? The thing about, you know, why is it not taught in schools, for me, I think it's because, um, you know, education is a government-run thing and the government have assets in animal agriculture you know they make money off it and you know while they're all sat around making the laws in parliament they're eating chicken and they're eating steak and they're having a good time you know they're not gonna yeah they're not gonna vote to change the syllabus to say look we shouldn't be eating meat because they'd be hypocrites and you know it's it's only when that change comes about that that we can i think that'll come yeah yeah I mean, this is the first point I'm going to make, and then I remember the other one. Okay. Um, the the whole thing of like you know, over time we've had other movements and stuff. I do think we are to give credit to the human species. We are an accelerating rate of movements. You know, if you look back, we've been documented to be around for a very very long time. I know in the grand scheme of the whole world and universe, no, but human race, we've been around a long time. Women didn't get rights until, what, the 19th century. 
uh, which is a long time, you know, black people 20th also, century. yeah, 20th century. So, it, yeah, 20th century, yeah. Mm. It's, if you actually look at the past 50 years, we've made a lot of change and we, we are moving at an extreme rate of, of, of different things. Now, I'm not saying that that means we're doing good. Mm. I'm just saying that I think these sort of movements will move faster than previous movements because of the just the rate of which we're going. I mean, you look at technological movements and yeah. everything. I think it's all starting to pick up and i hope so i hope that's the way social media social media influences but on your side if you look at it now it's we see it as it's going really fast because it's something new for us now but a hundred years ago what's for us now normal for them was super new and was moving super fast yeah but it did take a lot longer like if you think about gay rights right gay rights Mm -hmm. didn't exist when we were born that's 25 years ago, 20 years ago. That is a bigger difference than yeah, 100 yeah, years okay, for, to, for women to get... Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's taken... It's going quicker. Mm. And, like, I think, I think like, veganism, even that, like, vegetarianism has, has changed so much. The perspective of it has changed so much in, the, in my lifetime. And it's not even that long of a lifetime. Like, I think by the time I'm dead, I think these things are going to be very different. But also, isn't it also, like, a response to panic in a way and crisis because if you think about it we've been around for a long time you said it but there are so many species that have been around for such a longer time than us and we managed to make so much harm and so much damage that now we 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 have to wake up you know like we have to move fast yeah which is why i think it's going to change quicker i think that's why things are going to yeah. happen mm. i mean yeah i mean if you compare us to other species it's difficult because of how many differences there are and that's a whole different conversation and um, my other thing that i remembered i wanted to tell you my fears okay still with it, veganism okay one of the things if i think about veganism i'm like oh, it kind of puts me off um two things well actually one thing isn't really my fear but i think it's something that would really help the movement mm. is more famous people Mm. need to come out as vegan mm. because people are sheep that's why we are making harry famous oh yeah we're making harry famous yeah. uh it we people are sheep if 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 like someone like i don't know someone huge came out and said i'm vegan i'm healthy i'm happy so many people are automatically going to i mean taylor swift <laughs> you know something mm. like something they're going to come out and go yeah, yeah and i know there are celebrity vegans but there's in the you know they're they're diluted in mm. terms of how many celebrities there are and how big people are. I think if people came out and said I am, then it would help. Also, for me, I like to go to the gym. I like to feel like I'm getting bigger. I like to increase muscle mass. Eating meat actually wasn't my way of doing that. Eating meat was one of my biggest worries about it because I couldn't afford it. Like mm. the amount of meat that I needed to eat to put on a lot of mass quickly it was always a problem because it was like i need to buy loads of chicken it would cost me so much money i mean my issue at the time was not the welfare of the animals but it was the amount of money it's going to cost me whatever i was like it can't be done oh wow there's this product protein powder that's going to help me that's really really good um but protein powder still has non-vegan things there are protein powders that don't right there's some vegan ones that's our esterad one um so they need to be more pronounced for sure because i know as a man that's trying to get beer you know i know we women as well it's something that puts me off i'm like you know no offense to you harry but i don't want to be your size 
as well. It's like I don't I, when I'm thinking about what who are the best version of myself, I want to be whatever. And I think what would be really helpful is if there were maybe more I don't know, bodybuilders coming out as vegan and all mm. this sort of thing. Because then it will really go, wow, I can do this. I can, I can have the lifestyle I want to have. Because that's one of those things, like, is it possible to attain? I also think there are probably a lot. It's just that they They're don't not. get so much media attention yeah. as mm. more famous ones, maybe, that are not. So it's like to be exposed to them, people have to look for them. Mm. And if they got the same attention as, as the others that would probably, you know, spread faster. Okay, so to deal with your points, um, I think the main point for both of those things is your circle is different to mine. So I'm very involved in the vegan community. If you if you compare the things that I follow on Instagram to the things that you follow on Instagram, I follow plant-based news, I follow a lot of vegan activists, you know what I mean? So I see that kind of world. Your algorithm is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know a lot of celebrities who are vegan. Billie Eilish is one of the biggest... Ve- she? She, yeah, exactly. You, you probably don't see the things that I see because that's what I'm interested in. If... Julia, for example, is into, I don't know, fashion. You might, I know you're not, you know, I know you're not, but say if you are, you're probably, when you see a post about Billie Eilish, the first thing you see is what she's wearing, for example. Whereas I see the caption that says, you know, something about veganism. But do you know what I mean? It's just what, it's just what you see. Yeah, Billie Eilish is a very open, open vegan. And her mum runs like a, it's because her mum was as vegan. And she, her mum owns, I don't know, she runs like a vegan soup kitchen or something in, in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, and she's really big in the vegan community, her mum. So, and, and Billy is big as well. And one of the biggest things I've seen in, the, in this movement in the past year or so is, I don't know if you saw it, someone threw a chicken nugget at Harry Styles while he was performing. Oh, yeah. And he picked it up and threw it back into the crowd and said, I don't eat meat. Yeah. And everyone jumped on that. It was such a big thing for the community because Harry Styles doesn't eat meat. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what you said. That's what you need. That is, it is so good. Um, so, yeah, yeah, there are people out there. but And, and the more you notice, the, and the more you'll, you'll see it. Um, the other thing is, have you watched What the Health? No. No. Watch What the Health. What's it on Netflix? Yeah, it's a Netflix documentary. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, because he um, stopped eating meat and stopped eating eggs, and he's massive. Cause he, yeah, but he was already massive, wasn't he? Yeah, but he, the fact that he can continue that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, right, yeah, his in, it, one of his interviews was like, you know, he used to eat 15 eggs a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, he got to a point where he realized he doesn't need to eat 15 eggs a day and still find alternatives to keep up with that with that mass um i started to get into it when i was training for my marathon and i know you compare to me and i'm not offended like i am a skinny guy but i've always been this skinny do you know what i mean i've only been vegan for two years it's not like i've lost mass if anything i'm bigger than i am now because i trained for my marathon but not now because i broke my leg and you know i've whatever but um in that period where i was training for my marathon that's the heaviest i've ever been in my whole life um, I put on, I put on like a stone and a half 
in just a few months of training because I was, you don't know stones, do you? You use stones. Yeah. Oh, sorry, European. That's probably like... One stone is like 5 kg, I think. Yeah, so it's like 8 kilos. Yeah. That is really funny. You outnumbered here. You're the weird one. Um, yeah, so I put on like 7 kg in a few months um, on a vegan diet. Um, but yeah, what the health is about... And one of the biggest... Um, um, one of the world's strongest men is vegan. And he um, goes around and does talks about veganism and to show that he's the one of the world's strongest men and he's been vegan for years. And what the health um, covers stories like that, lots of different stories. Um, one of the um, quickest, like long distance marathon runners, mount- one of these mountain runners, he's vegan, and they did research on him and how his body can recover so quickly because of his vegan diet and stuff. It's really interesting. Um, he's uh, he used to do the corn advert. He does the corn advert, so I would assume he's he's, he's vegetarian, vegetarian at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then that's fitness. I more mean like if I want to. No, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. I don't want to maintain. I want to increase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like like I said, he's one of the world's strongest men, and he's vegan. And he, he he's at vegan campout. You know what vegan campout is? It's a big vegan festival that goes on every year, and it has like activists come and do a talk and stuff. And he's there this year, and he's going to do a talk saying, "Hello, I'm one of the world's strongest men, and I'm vegan." And it just shows you can do it. Um, but it, it it's a really good documentary. We should watch it. Um, and it's a lot of doctors looking at different stories about, um, like they do a cool one, and it was like three different footballers or basketball. It was American, so I think it was like basketball players. Um, and it shows how meat can affect um, your blood and stuff. And they they did three experiments. Um, like one of the f- basketball players, um, I can't. It's been a few years, so I'm probably getting it wrong. But basically, one of them ate a big meat thing the night before and one of them ate a vegan thing and the next day they all did blood tests and then we compared it and the one that had meat was so cloudy and thick and the one that was had a vegan food was really clear and healthy to what it used to be before he had the meat though because he might just have ruined blood no no it was like a few different few different experiments was, yeah you can't compare cause... Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think they did. They did tests before, yeah, before they ate the meat. Then they had the meat yeah, yeah, yeah. meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and there was other stories about um, people who had like serious medical conditions, and then they they went on a vegan diet, and they became so much healthier. But also people who, um, you know, wanted to get stronger um, and bigger, and they found that a vegan diet works so much better because they can recover so much quicker. Um, and you know it's 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 better for you, and you can work harder for longer. Um, and there's so much. It, I, I've I think I've said this in every single episode I've ever done is that you know protein doesn't come from animals; it comes from the ground. Is, though, explain that to me, because when you Google what has the most protein in it, it's always like chicken. Yeah. Because like it does have the most protein in it. It has the most protein per amount, you know, mm. as in. Yeah. Like the meat, if you compare the size Grams of what you're eating, exactly. Meat. But the proteins that are in that meat don't come from that. Yeah, because from the everything comes itself. from your consumption. Exactly. Yeah, so if, like, if you, if um, it's more the origin. Protein doesn't only exist from plants. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah. So, so. The, but that's the same for most nutrients. Yeah, so, you know, 
if you eat meat, you, the protein that you're eating is something. Well, how do you eat the same amount of protein you'd get in a breast chicken breast in a in a in the same meal in a vegan meal? It's more about it's more about research because because what do you eat that's got as much protein in it? Or, like you know I mean? things like chickpeas has more protein than a lot of meat things. And and I don't think per thingy though, maybe like. You'd have to eat a shit ton of chickpeas, I think. Yeah, I, I don't really, I, I don't really, I don't care about this stuff, so I don't, I don't look into it. I, I, I make sure that I get what I need, um, but in terms, I'm not trying to bulk up, so like I'm just. Because uh, that's someone like that's someone that tries to bulk up. Yeah. Not right now because I'm here. Yeah. But generally, you work out how many grams of protein you've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would, that's why I use protein powder. I was so glad protein powder exists because I was like, God, I'm so glad to have to eat. So but I, I, I had vegan protein powder when. But if the protein powder, if there's pro- vegan protein powder, that'll tell me how much grams of protein it is. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I used to have one that was like tw- um, twenty grams of protein for like just a little tiny, okay. tiny scoop. So you just scoop it up and um, and but things like the the things that surprising has the most protein in it is like seeds. So I just every meal that I'd have pasta or whatever, you just put like a handful of seeds on top, and that's more protein than you find in other places. Do you know what I mean? Because it, the little seeds have so much protein in it. It's just about looking for the the sauces and stuff. It depends also like how the absorption is, because of course like animals are made out of proteins of amino acids. Right, right. So, well. mm. Yeah, exactly. So of course there is a lot of it, but how much are you gonna absorb? You know, there's that as well. Like, but there are studies how, on that. Yeah. Like meat but, does. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so there's so much science behind it now, but it's like with the with the movement stuff, the big difference in this movement than every other political movement is that it's backed by science. Every other political movement is like is psychological. Psychological. It's it's a it's opinion based. It's emotional based. There's no science that says you know um, how you should treat different races. Except for the brain, maybe. Like, we know that everyone's brains are not different. Like, a woman's brain is not worse than a man's brain, so why should it be treated differently? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, true, true. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but this is this is backed science that, you know, this is destroying the world and stuff like that. Hmm? What? We both looked out the window at the same time. Yeah, it's and I was because we were talking... You're talking about bodybuilders and Fabians, though, <laughs> yeah. is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah he definitely eats, he's a... like, he eats a lot of shit. Yeah, he does, he does. Yeah, the, the point is, I mean, I doubt Fabian is going to tune into my podcast. I mean, if Fabian, if you're listening, fair play. <laughs> I mean, if you if you've got this far, I'm going to leave this in, and if he says something, I'll I'll be very Everyone proud. Everyone that's listening to this that isn't Fabian are just pissed off that you've included this. Why? They're like we don't give a shit who Fabian. No, no. Everyone, reach out to Fabian <laughs> and, and get him, get him. The poor guy. No, no, no. no. Um. <laughs> Yeah, let's. the The goal is to watch what the health. I think, yeah, I, I would. Like I think to be you'll more... really. If we get through Harry Potter, yeah. we'll finish Harry Potter, and then we're gonna watch what the I health. Be it's more so good about sort of how I, I can attain. I You've not watched what the health. I haven't seen. Have you watched no. that cowspiracy? Yeah. I've yeah. Seen it. What the health is so good. It, what the health is more based around. What, what the health is based around. Um, no, it's not what the health. Well, do you even know your documentary? What the health is He's made... Too many. He's yeah, yeah. Oh, what's it called? What? 
I think What the Health is made by the same guy who made Cowspiracy, and that one is about health, uh, like how it affects affects your body and causes harm. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk. Let me use your phone. I'm going to yeah. Google it. Well, uh, all Google. I was going to say... You, can, you know the code. Well, well I... I really easy. Is anyone you know, not you know what, what, who what, wants to know, know Julia's phone code? Julia's phone code. Do you want to know, yeah. know what my phone code is? You know that how like just like how we mark seals, sheep have a uh, hearing with the number. That was the last four numbers of the hearing of the little lamp that the I. The ear, you mean? What? The, the ear tag that oh, sheep oh, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that are the last four numbers of the ear tag that the little lamb that I raised during Corona had. Whoa. She did Cute. die in the end. <laughs> when she, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me. Did no, you no. Let's take a no, moment. Let's take a moment. No, please. No, please let me explain. <laughs> she was a weirdo, okay? She had some neurological problems that didn't affect her lifestyle in the end mm. because they did physiotherapy with her and she could walk and she could run and she was having so much fun she was amazing honestly i loved her and when she was about one year old we just found her dead so something happened there but she lived one amazing I'm year not, of her I'm life laughing. don't laugh i love her He's laughing. I'm not laughing. she was called desolina that's cute that's cute <laughs> She was really okay. Nice. Can I have the microphone? Oh wait, yeah, wait, wait, sorry, no, sorry. Just, I didn't need to <laughs> confirm. I got oh, the wrong. Look, look at it. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> this is <laughs> chaos, chaos. Okay, so yeah, what the health is about health? Game changes. This is what I was thinking of. Oh. I got it wrong. It's, it's the game changes. This is the one that Arnold's in, and it's it's very very good. Oh yeah, cool. We'll watch game changes. I assume it's still on Netflix. Right. Nice. That's my that's my that's my final point, I guess, because <laughs> I can't bother anymore. Um, Two points. Yeah, we're points. gonna be a Yes, but they are okay. very short points. Okay. okay, okay. My final point, final point. I think maybe the thing that I need to really pull me over the line a little bit. Okay. Is that all the people around me, you guys are amazing, whatever, like with the veganism and everything. But no, I've yet to meet someone who is a vegan that demonstrates the sort of lifestyle that I want. So like or the physique that I want. You know what I mean? Like mm. I I I have a goal, I want to be this size, you know, a certain size, I want to feel this certain health, whatever, this certain way. And um, you guys are healthy people, don't get me wrong, but you don't have the lifestyle that I want, like the physique that I want. I mean, most of the, most of the people I met are vegan are girls, so it's not really the physique I want. Um, but yeah, like, I'm yet to, I'm yet, I'm yet to meet, Sorry. I'm yet to meet um, that. And I think if I was to be friends with or you know, knew someone that had that and I could be inspired by, that would help me a little bit because I'm still a little bit tentative where I'm like, am I getting what I need? You know what I mean? Because mm. I already hear, like, I've loved eating with you guys every night and whatever, but already here I feel like I'm shriveling up because I'm just not getting what I would usually get. Eat more then. Yeah, but it's difficult here. It is, but yeah, eat more. Um, like, you are a bigger guy than me, so you're going to need more food that's nothing to do with veganism. Yeah, 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 I know that, I know that, I know that, but yeah, I mean, I'm also not working out, which doesn't help. Mm. What? What? No, 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 it's because (laughs) when you said that you felt like you were shriveling, how does it shriveling? 
I thought maybe it's because being in Silker so much then you don't have time to work out. Also you just that. mentioned it. That that was my expression. That, That's where that. it was coming from. It's a from. very difficult lifestyle here. You just completely are. It, it just messes up your, let's say, normal rhythm normal, that you have yeah. when you're home. Which I had, yeah, when I was home. Well, with all due respect... Julia, two more points. I know. I'm just. I need to respond to yours and then give it to Julia. With all due respect, that is a, that's a load of rubbish. That's a load of rubbish. It's a load of rubbish. What? You should be the person that you want to look up to. Oh yeah, you should Whoa. set the example for yeah, other people that want to have no, your. That I am not you're informed enough. You think you think I was born out of like the veganism womb? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, but like, you just learn stuff. Yeah, but that's what I need though. I need a little bit of help with that. Because I can't do it all on my own. Like I'm still very new. So. No, no, no. I'm only joking. But yeah, we'll watch. <laughs> we'll watch game changers. Yeah, help. Honestly, I think you'll you'll see. Um, you'll see. Also, just uh, there's so many like vegan athletes out there. Just follow them on Instagram, and you'll you'll see how well they work and 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 and. But how... also, what's difficult when you follow people that are celebrities whatever, is they have a lot more money than you do. Yes, so and they have personal trainers and they have chefs yeah, and like, stuff like that. It's very difficult to be like, oh yeah, I could be like them. No, I can't be like Chris Hemsworth because he gets a personal chef five times a day. Whatever you can do, you know, just look like look at as many as you can and just steal here and there ideas. Yeah. And also, don't don't put too much pressure on yourself because yeah, don't don't like think. When I when I um when I used to eat meat loads, I, don't, I think I've told you this. When I used to be a big meat and dairy eater, in a few, couple of years ago, I said, "Okay, I'm going to do veganuary," and that's where you cut out everything and you go vegan, boom, on the first of January for a whole month. I lost so much weight, yeah. and I felt sick all the time, yeah. and I I felt tired. I really and don't want that. Yeah. But that's nothing to do with veganism. That's because you've changed your diet so quickly, your body can't adjust to it. It's good that I'm transitioning. Yeah, transition. It took me. It took me a good two years to fully transition because I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it in a way that suited me. Everyone is different. Some people just do veganery and then they're completely fine. And then, but my my diet was so meat and dairy heavy. I used to eat so much. I used to drink. Look, you know how much cereal I drink, uh, eat. Yeah. I I have like two bowls a day. Yeah, imagine that with cow's milk, and then just to cut that out. That's what I used to do. I, I used to do the same. Yeah. So now I transition to it, and I'm a lot more healthy. If you start cutting out, yeah, maybe you've cut out too soon here, and that's why you're, you know, you're feeling. It's also when I come here anyway. Yeah. Because I don't get to have the diet I want. That's true. I was saying this to you the other day, didn't I? Because like I. Because I'm not in control of the meals oh, here, yeah. because other people are making me food, I, I'm I'm not sure I'm getting everything that I want to get because I'm not used I'm I, I used to like making my own. Winter. Yeah, I just done what a eight kilo bulk, mm. and then I came here and I was like. But it's 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 good to not like think, you know, blame. No, no. Like veganism, that's it's just like a change of diet and a change of scenery and a change of environment and stuff. But you, you just need to, but. Come back to what you said. You've got to... What did Gandhi say? You've got to be the change that you want to see, just like Gandhi. That's a song, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, now I lost Julia, my points. better be fucking good. Bro. Yeah, that you no, they're end not... on a high. I, it's, they're not... The fucking, oh. This is the end. Don't put so much don't pressure on me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, oh, depressing. shut up. She was amazing. <laughs> You should have met her. I'm going to show you a picture later. Okay. Hopefully she not so cute. I didn't take a picture of my dad's oh, sheep. Don't worry. Um, 
Where was I? Oh, yeah. This is very random, but it connects okay. to something you said before about the blood. Okay. That you told me that in England they had this thing that they wanted to do to like, you know, to about the new science behind like nutrition and blood for the oh, doctors. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I didn't know about that. And honestly, it kind of shocked me, you know what I mean? Mm. Because it's like they're literally neglecting science that it's there and that mm. should be on, you know, like everybody's knowledge, you know what I mean? Mm. And yeah, I had it before. Like I, I told you, I have very low iron, but I've, I think I must have had it before stop eating mm. meat because it's not possible that from one day to the other it drops to like I had three it should, it's supposed to be at least 20 and it's like and what the doctor told me was like yeah no way you have to eat meat again and I got really pissed and I just switched doctor and I went to this lady that she was so nice to me and she was like yeah no don't worry we can like do infusions and then we can work ourselves from there. I can give you like tablets and stuff. And it's like there are other options. But mm. if you get go to the wrong person, they're just going to tell you fucking eat meat. And you just, yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. So that was one of my points. Not very relevant, but okay. still I wanted to mention it. And the other one is... Oh, are you raising your hand? Do you want to, to say something? I, just, I don't Sorry. want to start a new okay. discussion. Okay, yeah. But I just have one very small point about, <laughs> you said that. Uh, about the blood. No, about the medical stuff. About the medical stuff. What about the fact that they test most products, pro- medic- medicine on mm. animals? How do you feel? I mean, not how do you feel. We're not starting a whole conversation, but she might be like, oh, yeah, we can do this and do this and do this to her, so you don't have to keep eating meat. But actually, a lot of those things that she was maybe doing might have also caused harm to animals. Mm. Just thought I'd say that, not not to make you depressed or anything. Mm. I do not agree with that. But well, it does happen. Yes, I'm not I'm not gonna say it doesn't. I'm aware that it happens. But it's like I really got to a point where it was not possible for me to not take anything. Well yeah, you would have died. Probably not died, but <laughs> I, I no, but I have anemia as well a little bit. And that would have escalated, you know what I mean? No, no, you got to do what you got so to do. So I, I had to do something. And if my choices were take iron pills mm. that might or might not have been partially tested on animals or go back to eating meat and for sure harming and killing animals, then I would probably choose the option that has his less likely yeah. or also like not that fair. has the less impact. You know what I mean? Because like... Okay, this sounds really bad and I never really thought about it and now I'm saying it and it sounds awful. But if that meant, like, those tablets that I take have been tested on animals, that happened once. You, not once as in, in one go on one animal, but you know what I mean. If now they're certified, they're certified and they're not going to oh, okay. keep testing them. Yeah, it's not, a Whereas, not adding to an industry that is constantly producing I am, animals. I am in some way... Um, contributing to it because it was tested on animals yeah, but before being yeah, got you. open got to the public. Mean. But if, if I go back to eating meat, then I'm for sure 100% harming animals. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes, makes lots of sense. Is yes. that fair? Yes. Okay. That's a good point. 
But that's a good point. I will ask my doctor if she knows if they. No, oh, I will. Doctor. I will. Before, when I go back home, I will ask. And just before okay, you sorry. say your second point, the the de- literal definition of veganism is to avoid the use of animal products where possible, like yeah, as yeah, as yeah, much yeah. as you possibly can, because you're gonna die. You know, you do what you have to do. What? <laughs> like you know, if your life depended on it's not like my no, 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 no. It's it. No, it's not that. It, it's more that you can't avoid it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like you, you know, if I if the I'm soap. ill, we were talking about the soap. We were talking about soap, but also oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you um, if you get prescribed medication, you have no idea, it, it, and and you've just got told to take it, and you know it's annoying. Um, and but it's also you know if you get a taxi somewhere and you it's leather seats you can't avoid that you know we live in a world of animal cruelty there's an, and we can only avoid it as much as we can yeah. but it's like the option like I recently saw on the news a couple of months ago you know this guy was like we recently found out that strawberries scream when you cut them oh I heard of you know yeah how and they asked the vegan how do you feel about that. And it's like, what do you want me to say? Okay, I'll start eating meat again because, you know, that's not the correct response. It's like, I'm not going to con- change my ways. You know what I mean? I'm still going to... Yeah. It's like, stop being stupid. Anyway. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. What's your last point? This is my last point finish. is that you said you want to call the episode The Slap in the Face. Yeah. But I didn't even mention it. So I, I just wanted it like 14 times. You did, but I, I didn't talk about it at oh, all. And okay, the, what was your slap in the face? Too? I didn't have it at first. When I stopped eating meat, it was not because I had the slap in the face. It was for more like environmental connected reasons that it's still a slap in the face. Mm. But it was not like I really had the realization, you know. Mm. And then when I came here, I started thinking about it more and more and more. And it just hit me all at once, but mm. it was not from the beginning. No, no. So it's the, like the it developed. Isn't that yeah. first decision not to eat meat? It's that the moment where you're like, realizing, fuck. Realizing. Yeah, the re- the moment where you. And actually, epiphany, isn't that the definition? Oh of my epiphany? god, yes, that's a, a, a very good word. What did they say on the, the Simpsons movie? A, a, a sudden, um, a sudden realization of great truth or something. Yeah, I can't remember. It's fine. It's not that interesting. Oh, <laughs> well, sign off. Sign off, Harry. Was, that was just my, my, my last point, just to say, like, my slap was progressive. Okay, to finish off, I'm going to slap you both in the face. Yes, let's do it. Okay. That was my ass. Does anyone have any final thoughts? Um, I'm trying. <laughs> last time I was, I was starting my trying... The trilogy, you now, were like full on. Now I'm doing better. I will give an update. To, I'll give an update to Harry when I'm. When I'm. Would you shut up? <laughs> I'll give an update to Harry when I've built my body, and it's all on a vegan diet, and I'm like, yeah, vegan super happy with body. that. I'm gonna be. If that happens, I'm gonna year, do so. it. If that happens, I'm gonna do social media. I'm gonna become a vegan influencer. Do it. Um, do it. I can't wait for that day. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, all of a sudden, my head is just empty. All of a sudden. <laughs> oh, only took two hours. Yeah. Um, honestly, no. Okay, thanks, Julia. Really glad you can um, contribute. Keep doing what you're doing, Harry. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay. Thanks for listening. Oh.
51. You're doing the podcast without us. You, d- you didn't want to do it. Yeah. No, you didn't. He said to Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and do say also, also, we say, we're not going to bring the kids. <laughs> oh, They're going to be home. Oh, my I God. Saw, I saw you walk around twice. Wow. Like, how long are they walking for? Thank you. Thank you for answering your I, phone. I don't have Wi-Fi All here. All of you. You you, you, your Wi-Fi. Denise, Denise, Denise. Denise, I just saw it. I'm sorry. You too. Denise, you've got two options. You can either take my key or you can join us. No, no, she can't join us. I still Ines. I can't join? I join if I want. No, I join if I want. <laughs> it's getting cut out. No, no, I'll keep this in. Bye. Bye, I love you.